0: hi em how are you i'm doing all right how are you oh you know just kind of i feel like um my body is just uh resting from an interaction what about your body (laughs) you know like about the
1: same you know
0: (laughs) wonderful a real intro Hi, and welcome to A Pair of Carrots podcast, giving an unsparing critique of One Direction. I'm Kay.
1: And I'm M. And in today's episode, Story of My Life, we will be talking about the burp charts of One Direction. But before we go on, we'd like to thank this week's sponsor.
0: This week's sponsor is Potato Chips, for being the most reliable source of comfort when the democracy of the United States had been abandoned by the Capitol Police Chiefs. Crunch, crunch, thank you. <laughs>
1: All joys in life. <laughs> okay, so we'd like to start with this disclaimer that we are not actual astrologists. So we're so, so sorry to everyone who actually knows these things.
0: But thank you to the internet for providing us with analysis um, and hopefully accurate, albeit slightly creepy, knowledge of these um, five men and their birthplaces and times. So, thank you.
1: (laughs) So, I think um, it might be best, perhaps best, to just read off the sun ascendant and the moon signs of each member, and then go on from there.
0: Sounds good.
1: All right. So, we start with Louis. Um, His sun is in Capricorn. Moon is in Leo. And he is a Gemini rising.
0: Zane is a... Capricorn Sun, Virgo Moon, and a rising in Pisces.
1: Harry is an Aquarius Sun, a Libra Moon, and a Libra Rising.
0: Nile is a Virgo Sun, a Leo Moon, and a rising Libra.
1: And Liam is a Virgo Sun, an Aquarius Moon, and a Scorpio Rising.
0: Um, I think what I found really interesting was figuring out like what they each had in common with each other. Um, so first, I think it's really telling and really interesting that Niall shares a sign with almost everyone. So, so he shares a sun sign with Liam. A Virgo, they're both Virgo suns. Virgo suns. Um, he has a moon in Leo, which he, has, which he shares with Leo, with Louis. And then he has a rising Libra, which he shares with Harry. And then um, Zane and Louis share their Capricorn selves.
1: Yeah. Whoa, I had never thought about that. But that's like Yeah.
0: You have any um any any signs in common with them?
1: Um yeah. So I mean I am I'm I'm Liam and I, I'm a Aquarius moon and a Scorpio rising. And yeah, I, I know, right? Which is like I think that the sun is very different between the two of us, but
0: that's so interesting. What um, it
1: do? I mean, I think if we don't know by this point, I, I, you sh- I know one yeah. <laughs> side.
0: So, Zane and I both have Virgo moons um, and Harry and I both have Aquarius suns.
1: Ooh. <laughs>
0: um, so like I found it really interesting. So, okay. So I know that most astrologers are probably best and like they're able to like read the whole chart as a whole to like explain everything and like the squares and all the things. And I'm like, don't know how to do that and I, I respect them too much to even pretend to do that. So like in terms of my research, I think I just kind of read what is the what is what's the significance of each sign and each each placement in the charts. Mm-hmm. And I found like really, really interesting like excerpts to like kind of read out loud. Um beautiful. Which I thought was which which I which I found really interesting in terms of explaining various aspects of their of their personalities. And I was like, oh, this is why fascinating. Right. Right. It's, yeah. Were there any, like, were there any charts that were like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense.
1: See, I think, okay, I feel like in context too, we talked a lot about Harry's chart since you are an Aquarius Sun, And I feel like we've had this conversation before specifically about Harry. So I mean, like, I feel like I saw it and I'm like, okay, but I was really surprised with Niall. I felt like Niall's chart. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think I was most surprised by I've never paid attention to Harry, Harry's Leo um moon sign and rising sign in Libra, which makes like so much more sense now. Um mm. uh, I was like, oh, those two qualities together. Wow, makes so much sense. Um with Niall, um yeah, I think with Niall, it's like it's kind of crazy how the descriptions were so like on point. Yeah. I think the most confusing was Liam.
1: Yeah, I mean, and maybe I feel like I was kind of, like, weirdly, not that I don't have anything wrong with having things in common with Liam, but I think having a chart so closely aligned with Liam's, um, I mean, obviously, like like we said, we're not going to go deeper, but, like, I like I did a little scan of our chart, and I think, like, like of his full chart, um, and, like, we don't have a lot in common besides our moon and our rising, so I'm sure an astrologer would be like, oh, okay, like, there's two very different people, but... Um, I felt like I was kind of like trying to reflect about the ways that like I see the world and wondering if that's how Liam is operating too. Mm. I'm not sure how we're going to team up with, but I feel like I just feel like that Virgo son made so much sense to me. But yeah, there are parts of Liam's chart that I was like, I don't quite get this, but maybe, maybe he's something I don't understand
0: for sure. So why don't we then start off with? Let's just start with Liam then, in terms of kind of reading about like what his what his um what his very place, various placements mean um I think it's totally okay to just kind of like read off our our, our very excerpted notes from Cafe Astrology mine are from Cafe Astrology I don't know where yours were from <laughs> mine
1: were also from Cafe Astrology I don't mean- wonderful
0: it's great Ira okay so reading about the uh having a son in Virgo do you want to read what you have
1: Um, So the only thing that I highlighted from the sun in Virgo was, I know there was a a lot on there, um, but I was really into the line. I'll start. Um, Virgos are sensitive to their surroundings and they tend to embarrass easily. They're generally reticent when faced with anything or anyone new. However, once they feel comfortable, they can talk of the storm. Many Virgo suns are not too comfortable in the limelight. These types are fine living in the background as long as they feel useful and appreciated. Solo Virgos have a strong sense of responsibility, even when they've convinced themselves to be irresponsible about something or the other, they worry about it.
0: Um, and before we like delve into that, cause oh my gosh, um, I think on my end, it was how like they need to be productive or in, in like some capacity. Um, uh, and, like, they, they can read people and understand their wants and desires. They make even more aware of, they're very aware of those around them. Um, and they're, they're the most, they're seen as the most helpful zodiac signs. And then they fear living, they fear not living up to others' expectations. So they work especially hard so they don't disappoint other people. Mm-hmm. And then some keywords of them is caring, meticulous, responsible, grounded, industrious, diligent, um, and perfectionist. And then negative keywords associated with Virgos are fussy, touchy, detached. Um, So I think like yours was um, like the what you like the excerpt you shared. Um, I think it's so crazy in terms of I think what we've talked about, particularly with how Liam has handled like clearly being the most useful member of One Direction, given the least amount of credit.
1: Right. Yes, and I think, like, I expect the early days, too, about the responsible aspect of him, that he's, like, he always has seemed to be, like, feel responsible, even in, like, the later years when he was, like, not as, I guess, he didn't have to be, like, the one pushing everything. It still feels like yeah. he was always been the most responsible out of them, not in, like, always ways or shapes or forms, but, like, at least in terms of, like, work in the band.
0: Absolutely, and even, like, even we saw it this year, He's like maintained that responsibility, of even though the band is technically over. He's still like, I'm still going to be a part of this like legacy and in charge of it. Um, and I think that's really crazy. Um, <laughs> that like that's just so innate within him. Um, can we just go straight to the Moon in Aquarius? Sure.
1: Um, so All right. What um, do you have for that? Go ahead.
0: Sure. Um, so they say that people with a Moon in Aquarius often grow up feeling different. Um, even though they're sociable, they're loners at heart, which, you know, stems back to Liam's, like, what we, like, the laugh, the joke we have about Liam not having any friends when he was younger. Yeah. Um, many have strong egos, um, or, or at least powerful defense mechanisms, and most lunar Aqu- Aquarians will do their best to be the most unique and unusual person they can be. Um Although lunar Aquarians can be especially adept at understanding others' behaviors and motivations, they can lose touch with their own, simply because they've identified too strongly with what they aspire to be, his career. Um, Lunar Aquarians generally make wonderful friends. They'll make a point of leaving nobody on the outside. Many will fight for the other's rights and crusades for equality. What may be surprising in, in that moon and Aquarius, people have a lot of pride. In fact, when they've been attacked in any way, they can become very inflexible and cool. It can be difficult to know just how sensitive, sensitive to criticism Lunokurans are simply because they hide it so well. When their character or behavior has been criticized, they tend to dig in their heels and keep right on doing it. They fully expect others to accept them exactly as they are or they don't have much use for them in their lives. Um, sometimes mad- maddingly unpredictable, they are nevertheless quite charming. They have an unmistakable stubborn streak, but when left to be themselves, they make unusual and endlessly interesting people to be around. Life just wouldn't be the same without them. Um, I think this kind of just also speaks to um, like the, the pair what I kind of consider to be like the paradox of Liam, how he's like, um, technically, like he seems to be this, like, kind of like, seemed to have been this kind of like loner kid. We talked about like with his friendships, right? Like we don't really know who his like friends are. Like he doesn't seem to hang out with like all that many celebrities or that many hometown people, at least in public. Right. Um, and like, he could be A-list, but in terms of who he who like he surrounds himself with, it's like really kind of confusing because you're like, wait, what? You're you're too you're above this. Um, he's absolutely it's crazy what he chooses to fight back with the press about, um, in terms of like whatever like defending his character. And like he just kind of goes ham and you're like, This is kind of like this is a bit much, but like go off Liam. But I think in terms of how it's unpredictable because they end up being really charming. I think about like the interviews that Liam ends up doing, where I think people just are really confused about what they're going to get out of Liam. But then when he leaves their room, like they love him so much, mm-hmm. so it turns out he's like, actually a really great person deep down inside. Right. Um. Yeah. I think this, yeah, this part about his, moon, where his moon is really like was like, Oh, this is so interesting.
1: I actually, I think to what you read about, Um. I know you, you commented on it, but like his career, I feel like so much of that, like the Aquarius moon of like trying to be, those kind of, like, lofty goal ideals, too, like, the idealistic side of it in terms of yeah. like what he's trying to do with his career, that just, yeah. that really hit me, too, That like, maybe that's, yeah. that's something that, like, something we've talked about that, like, I, here it is again.
0: For sure, and I, I think you're so right, because it's, like, I think on the outside, I think people who, like, see people with moon and Aquarius is, we're, like, what is standing in the way of you doing what, you know, what we all know you're good at, Right. Like for why are you making these decisions? Why are you doing a duet with Dixie d'amelio I, does It doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Um, it's like you don't like everything is there for you to do exactly what you can do, but for some reason, like you're standing in the way of yourself, right? Um, which is very confusing. um But I'll continue to write him letters on Instagram, <laughs> and then finally, uh, Scorpio rising. Yes
1: um so i like i you probably have a lot more to say but like the only part i really feel like hit on liam because there's i think a lot of things this one i think is the most confusing aspect of liam's chart for me i get the aquarius moon more than i get the scorpio rising i just don't get it um as a scorpio rising but um the one the one like part that like really stuck with me for liam was you can be fiercely loyal and determined you are not one to do something halfway you're brave and ready to take on a challenge, at the very least on the surface of things. Emotional intensity attracts you. Mysteries, investigations, and psychology are attractive. Um, and I thought about, like, I feel like that is really true about Liam, that he is, like, all in on things, right? Like, he's like, I'm going to be a YouTube star. Here I am. I'm going to, like, mm-hmm. this. Um, and you think about it, he's done, like, four live shows this year in succession. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like... Um, And of course, we always know. I feel like, too, even though we don't know too much about who his friends are, I feel like we've had at least like, we've known at least like one of his friends that he's like stayed really good friends with for a while. Um, And he's at least fiercely loyal to One Direction and to those boys. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah, for for sure. Um, There was like another aspect that talked about how they value their privacy, that it kind of, almost borders on paranoia yeah um and they have like a strong need to control their environment and they're experts at strategy they'll be they will uh rarely will they blow their chances with impatience they plan out their moves carefully and deliberately relying on their ability to feel out others in situations yeah. um and then in terms of their partner uh cafe astrology says that they are drawn to down to earth, natural partners. Reliability on their partners very impatient. Very important. They generally look for complete com- to, for complete commitment and have little patience for flighty for flighty partners. Um, I think this like made me uh, think about especially privacy. It's like it's weird to think of Liam and then say privacy, but when you hear the word strategy next to it, you kind of realize like we don't really ever get pop pictures of Liam. Unless they're like, obviously, paparazzi was called. There's hardly ever any gossip about Liam, except, well, like the the male tried it with his son, and he was like, "Lol, no." Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm really trying to think, like, if, like, what aspects of his private life might feel like, like, am I like in? Can you imagine? Can you think of a time in like Liam's career when like someone has leaked something?
1: No, I'm. Not, I'm really thinking now.
0: No. Right. And like, I feel like he's disclosed everything. And so I think even you think about even like how Maya shows up in, um in his social media, barely, like, I, I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know about her existence, And then even his son, it's like, um like, yeah, I just, I feel like maybe that's what you kind of see it in how he treats the people around him, especially his son and his like, yeah, his son, especially.
1: You're right. I feel like it's like an openness that like he controls. That's such a I yeah never for sure absolutely like
0: for sure. Even with Cheryl, it's like it was just kept so quiet. <laughs> um, like even their breakup was kept so quiet. Her pregnancy, we didn't even feel like. We didn't even learn Cheryl was pregnant until like she was in a commercial for like Christmas. True. Eight months pregnant. We we're like, wait, what? <laughs>
1: Don't you think about? Um, I feel like Liam has had like pretty. I could be wrong, but like I feel like Liam has had like a few girlfriends that we've known about because he's talked about them. And he's in our girlfriends.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that's Liam. Um where do you want to go? So it's like he's like, I guess I I appreciate that like the in reading about these signs, like the charts kind of made it like it made it less confusing why he just seems so contradictory. It's like but just by default he is a contradictory person. Right. But like it all just does make like it's like there are just so many things that just are seemingly contradictory, but like make sense. Because of just within his sign. True. Um and like uh I guess it also just speaks to, I'm like, this is why you're a Gryffindor at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Um, for sure. Um, okay, so are you okay with are you good with Liam? Anything else? I think that's it. No,
1: I actually think I know um, that we said that like I found him was confusing. I feel like sitting down and actually talking through it, I feel like I don't I know mean, you didn't say that, but like I I feel like it does make sense, you know, like, I'm less confused
0: yeah. about him. For sure, so same, I'm, like, so much less confused, I'm, like, okay, this makes a lot of, this makes, I, I think I'm most struck by the, I think it's what you brought up, like, because the the one thing about Liam that confuses me the most is his career decisions, and it's, like, and when the, when the chart said that, like, what is it, the, is it the moon, in a, what was it, the Sagittarius, no sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> you literally just said he's it. an Aquarius the, yeah the moon in Aquarius the fact that like he seems to just like kind of have, have lost his he seems to have lost his way because he's basing his career decisions on other people rather than just like focusing on himself so he's like trying to be he's trying so hard to like just fit into like what the music industry like is right now that's like you don't even have to do that boo you're good
1: well and I feel like just focus on you leaned more into that Aquarius moon in like a healthy way you know what I mean like not to say all yeah to like what the you know like but it feels like a lot of those things could serve him really well in his like individualistic you know just like pursuing him for him um and it doesn't feel like he's necessarily leaning into that well
0: for sure. Yeah. But it's it's nice to have like what like, you know, it's nice to allegedly have an answer as to why he makes the decisions he makes with his true. <laughs> okay, so that's Liam. Uh so it it seems uh it seems appropriate to therefore go to the next person who shares a sign with Liam, and that's Niall. Yes. So we spoke about being a son in uh Virgo. Yes. Um Is there anything similar to Beyonce?
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: That, <laughs>
1: wow. I, is there anything? I feel like the only thing I'll say, we've art, since we've already talked about Virgo sons, I think that like the way that Liam and Niall manifest Virgo sons are very different. Mm-hmm. I'm sure because like of other things in their chart too. But I feel like so much of Nile feels like that like sense of like order and like, you know i know some of that is like what he talked about is like having ocd and anxiety but i think that like mm-hmm. knowing that some parts of virgo sons are also part of that right that like you want things um you're good with responsibility you're good with organization you know what i mean like you need things like that it feels like very yeah um and also for sure also the fact that you're okay sitting in the background
0: and how um and how that's kind of manifested in Now's career still, right? Even though he's technically in this, he's, okay. So I I always just go back to those two interviews of Zach saying how before this town, he was like, listen, it's really, really cool. It's whatever, you might like, you might not like, I just want to try it, it's cool, whatever. His body language was like, please stop looking at me. Don't ask me any questions. I'm just doing this to like, have press, please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And he just refused to put himself front and center. And then even like after like the success of Slow Hands, he like chose to hide Niall behind his music. And like even on all his Instagram stories, everything he does for the press is about like Niall the musician, Niall the songwriter, Niall like Nile will tell you nothing. And and wonder day this like speaks to like hiding the background also speaks to Nile as a private person. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. I am in the background, my music comes first. So how he's even able to compartmentalize parts of himself to like, no, this is the, the background.
1: <laughs> and I think that like after having like talking about Nile a couple of weeks ago too, like so much of even in one direction, right? Like you're in his soul he did that, but like the way in one direction, he's like, I'm just gonna hang out, do my thing. If I think I yeah. think if I don't, I'm still getting the same paycheck. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think um the them being sons and Virgos also speaks to like how they how they reacted to how both Lima and Nile reacted to lockdown, like literally they were like, let's go do work. Right. So Niall was like, okay, I have an album that has to be sold. What am I doing? And he just like, for those three weeks, just like was in indes- like, as they say, like industrious, and like they have to be productive in some way. Um, so yeah. Well, for
1: a while, Niall was writing a song every day. Yeah. Just for like the yeah. practice of working, true. which I think is like, yeah, very
0: true. Anyway. For, for sure um, and I think the negative keywords which I which most sounds out is the, is detached <laughs> and perfectionist um, and you know it's also like uh, the positive ones are like diligent and grounded um, I was like oh those are now for sure right for sure yeah um, for sure um, okay so then Niles um, I want to go to I want to do if if we can do Moon and Leo, because I have words about the rising Libra shared oh, with Harry. Yes. Okay, <laughs>
1: That's so the Moon
0: and Leo, perfect. Um, so they say the Moon and Leo people are not necessarily outgoing. When they feel comfortable, they do like being at the center of attention. They like being in the spotlight in the comfort of their own homes with family and friends. Um, and, they, and they enjoy entertaining others and often take the role of comic. Um, they often feel the need to organize and even control their family and friends. Um, they have an mission to set things right and generally like to oversee the goings on in their little circle. Lunar Leos require lots and lots of love and care in order to function well in the world. When they feel slighted, these people can be dramatic in their emotional displays. When their pride has been hurt, they are given to big scenes and sulking. This, is, this rarely happens in public, however. Um, lunar Leos are far too concerned about their image to make splashy scenes outside the comfort of their own homes. In public, they prefer to take things in a dignified way. Also, please remember that um, Niall shares a moon in Leo with Louie. Um, but uh, this moon and Leo, for some reason, thinking about um, how they um, how they uh, like react to like how they react to like something dramatic. Maybe think of Nile at the AMA with Zayn, how he's like, "I'm gonna be real dignified," <laughs> but what was in what was going on in the background?
1: That's, oh, I had thought about that because I was like, I think, I haven't seen that. That makes sense. Because I feel like so much of what we've seen of Niall seen some even kill, you know, which, you know, I guess maybe we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I feel like, too, like, it feels like one of those things that should conflict, right? Like, that he, like, so much of Leo's, like, wanting a center of attention, wanting spotlight feels like conflicting with what we just said about Virgos. But, like, it's, like, in certain situations, right? Like, it's a situational thing. That makes yeah. that make sense to
0: for, for him. Sure. For sure. And I um I also feel you know, we were talking, um, remember we, we spoke in a recent podcast, you kind of brought up how Niall how he lives on Twitter to correct whatever fans like assert about his like personal life that they see in paparazzi pictures. So you know how you're talking about how he like um how like when fans were talking about like, oh Nile seemed to this person, he looks angry and now doing this, he looks blah 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 and now just like wait like spends and time be like, No, I'm not, no, I didn't <laughs> This person's not that blah 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 no and that kind of speaks to what they're talking about they having having to need to control and or control and organize everything so like even down to the paparazzi shots which mostly with Niall are probably people who have been called to take pictures of him Niall will li- I like this makes me think that Niall literally sits at his twitter screen when he knows those pictures have been, have been released to like to kind of control the narrative that the fans have about the pictures that are being released right Because you know how you and I were like, why does he spend time doing that?
1: Right. But like, that makes sense now. It makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like um, I I like kind of think back to how like Louis and, you you know, this kind of speaks to both Louis and Niall. Like, I remember when Niall was talking about how he and Louis were, I don't know, at the VMAs and they were eating hot dogs and how both of them were like, we're the worst celebrities Mm -hmm. ever. And I think about how they were so uncomfortable being famous and being in the spotlight outside of their concerts, outside of the context of One Direction. Right? Like they just hated it, and they were so uncomfortable. But like the moment you step them into an into an arena or a stadium, they just feel really safe safe because they're like, okay. And I wonder if it's because like they can control, they have a sense of control and understanding of what like everyone, what the expectations of everyone in that room has or stadium has. Excuse me, but like. The aspects of fame that they can like lean into, like they, like they can't, like they can't fully feel comfortable in fame, unless it's like just with people that they're familiar with. So that kind of I think makes sense as to why. And we'll talk further about like Louis why louis is like yeah no i don't want any of this and louis could have it but he's like i don't want i don't want this fame thing outside of wonder uh, outside of my career outside of one direction no thank you and niall is like i'm gonna make friends with every single celebrity so i just feel at home when i'm around them
1: i also though but i feel like he makes friends with every celebrity right but his like I really yeah. liked in the short description though, the only thing I want to bring up, there's like a there's like a smaller bit um after that longer description on Cafe Astrology. And it has a line like selectivity with friends, but not overly influenced by them. And I feel like that hit mm-hmm. Niall really well. Like he's I he makes friends with everyone, right? But like it he mm-hmm. feel it seems like the celebrity friendships that he's nourished and kept are people that like he's like he he, like he's not it's not like he's best friends with everyone right it's not like he's working with everyone he's not not everyone is Lewis Capaldi to him but like he picks Mm -hmm. he's like you're a really good friend but I also appreciate that like I get like yeah it's not like he has to change his whole being to like then fit into their circle right like
0: exactly exactly Exactly. And I think you're totally right, because I think he had access to make A-list type friends, but it seems like the friends he has has are super, like the the celebrity friends he has are super organic friendships because of that selectivity of like, I'm not just going to befriend you because you're famous. I'm going to befriend you because we have something in common. Right.
1: Right.
0: Or something. Anyway, so that's, that's um, that's the Leo Moon, um, and we'll go deeper in the Leo Moon, when we're talking about Louis again. But the one I'm most excited about is their Rising Libra, which I was like, "This is where Slytherin comes yes. in." Yeah. Um, so, um, do you want to read off of Libra?
1: Um, sure. So everybody seems to like Libra ascendant natives. They come across as nice, pleasant, and fair. Look a little closer at their lives, and these nice people may have they have had quite a few problems in their relationships. Some of them have had a string of relationships, and it can be hard to imagine why. These natives attract others to them effortlessly. Besides, they simply don't know what to do with themselves without a significant other. Libra rising generally appear to be smoothing everything over. They have charming smiles, a gentle approach with others, and an easygoing image. Even if they, are, even if they were not endowed with good looks, they are attractive. Most pay a lot of attention to their personal appearance—the colors they wear, their hair, the way they walk. Libra rising people can be enormously persuasive, although they will almost always use a soft sell approach when they want to win others over, which is all the time. A tendency to pass the buck and keep up that nice gal, guy image are the worst. Are their worst qualities?
0: However, they A K A in.
1: However, they can make excellent mediators. And will generally be the first to accommodate you. Negro-rising natives are usually attracted to competent, active partners. Often characterized by bickering or competitiveness, until they learn to drop their sweet image once in a while and stop blaming their partners for everything that goes wrong.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: That's all I have. Do you have any more to add? Uh, no,
0: no, no. You no. That's I was like, I was like reading this, and I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I. Um, um yeah it just like made me giggle.
1: yeah I I think there's something too, like the way that Harry and Niall functioned in this band and now as solo artist, we'll talk about Harry separately but like Niall oh wow I don't even know where to start with it because it just feels so first off right like the easygoing like the pleasant just just like we talked about he wants to be friends with everyone sorry mm-hmm. um and he also but then that Slytherin aspect right
0: yeah. Like, um, if I can, if I may, um, so, okay. So w- what I found interesting is like, um, with, and we talked about relationships. I was like, with Harry, this is so obvious with Niall question mark. Um, <laughs> and it kind of goes to like our earlier articulated, um, uh, uh, questions about Niall social life and how Niall absolutely just controls his image so much that like, we just will never know anything about his relationships but it's like um if like I mean of course like everyone is really really different despite the signs they have but like you know with Harry like like obviously what came out this week with like Olivia Wilde which I guess we'll talk about in like a different (laughs) episode um but it's like you think about how how with Harry like we like we're beginning to kind of see this like okay he likes to have a partner around blah 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 blah, and then with Nile, it's like the one part of now that I personally just think is like, so like is one of the most mysterious things is like, his love life is like, who, like what? um And like, this just basically be like, wait, what do we, what more do we not know? But it's not my business. So like, I respect that. um And then I think where they talked about how, how the ways in which they're, they're persuasive and the soft sell approach, I was like, have M and, have M and I not been saying this the entire time, like literally, They don't like they persuade you without even realizing they're persuading you, and they're just like, We're just soft boys, we're real sweet. Oh, what an album for me to sell? I guess you can buy it if you want to. It's like, Whatever, yeah. I, um,
1: wow, Niall, accurate to everything we've been talking about, just like you said,
0: for sure. And like, sorry to interrupt, but even like speaking about like his promo thing, right? I remember him, I don't know, I think it was uh, like Citizen. One of those like NGOs for like bring people together through music, like citizen, United Citizens, whatever. Anyway, um, like he was like he spent had a 30 minute Instagram live on their Instagram page. And he was like, OK, y'all just like send me send me song, song suggestions. and I'll play them. I'll do it. But he already had like a list down of all the so- of all his <laughs> own songs. So he's like, every, every time he finished finish, he'd like, yeah, send me suggestions, send me suggestions. Anyway, well, here's slow hands. <laughs> but it's like, you didn't, I'm like, what? <laughs> and even like, you know, when you talked about, um, when we talked about like how Harry has handled 20, and I was like the biggest critic of how Harry handled it in terms of like what he sold people and like what he did with this platform. It's like, he just was like, I could either sell them, I could either sell them something or give like a free thing on the sleeping app, or nothing.
1: Right, right. Or like, here's the 20th music video for this album.
0: Exactly. I hope it brings people together. Yeah. Uh, And even like now, the fact that Treat People With Kindness is like his next single. So like, even when he tweeted about Joe Biden, I was like, this is still promo. (laughs) Right, right. But I'm really, I'm really glad. I think the sentence I loved the most is that I think it also like appeases um, I mean, I think it helps what you and I have been saying all along about them It's like the, the a tendency to pass the buck and keep up the nice- the nice guy image is one of their worst qualities. I think it's like you and I think you and I have been like we don't trust it. we don't trust' this, like nice like this this nice guy thing that they're trying to pull over us so We're like, why is no one else being this? not that they're not nice people, but we're just like, but there's so much more right. than
1: that and I think that's like what they've like built yeah. their entire anyway. personas on right like in very different ways, right I think for like Depth of chart, you know, like other ways we've talked about that bigger Leo combination for Nile, and then, like, as we'll talk about for Harry, like the different combination, but like, yeah, I think that like niall Nile's just like I feel like Nile right, like nobody not, nobody says anything bad about Niall, that's what we talked about like in the episode, right, like Nothing. he's just this guy that everyone really loves, and like i'm sure I'm sure you know like not that's not true that that's not like people's experience with him, but you're so right, there's so much more depth there. And there's so much more calculation that he sure. does, clearly.
0: Absolutely. And i just like, I guess I guess feel really vindicated <laughs> that we're not crazy and we're not just haters. Like, we just kind of like, I think we've honed into like a part, maybe we are astrologers. <laughs> <laughs> we've just like honed into like their, oh, whoa, like there's something calculated here for sure. Um Anyway, that's really cool. Thank you. That was fun. I don't know why I said thank you, but that was really fun. Um so is it appropriate then to like also talk about- I just
1: want to say, like, oh. I think like the smoothing things over is something that I feel like Nile I don't know. I feel like we I'm not gonna speculate about like what went down in one direction, but I think one thing we know is it never seemed like Nile was fighting with anyone in one direction, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, and I, I feel like that might be a little bit different for another Libra rising, um, but I feel like it felt like Nile was at least like, even if he wasn't getting involved, he was like, I'm just here. I'm just going to do my thing. I don't feel like anyone has ever said they had an issue with Niall. I could be wrong, but yeah,
0: for sure. Or just, it kind of just speaks to, um, it's, it also speaks to how, you know, I think all of us have said Niall definitely was, was um, affected by this. And like, his silence says everything about how he felt mm-hmm. about the situation. Um, his silence was very loud. But um, if if we're done with Nile and in Lib- in Libra, can we talk about Harry's yes, rising Libra? Cool. So
1: where do you want to start with this one?
0: Um, I mean, I just like it, like I would just like to repeat: we're not haters. He is a calculator He's a calculated son of a son of a bee. Like <laughs> like, that's not. A fear. We do. We just we just know that he's calculated and calculating.
1: Like, I feel like honestly, I think this is like the biggest one that I think that just because like we had had that, I think we got this idea when we when we before this podcast when we looked into his chart and like it hit me again um, but like we're like wow, like I really I'm not, again like I, we're not crazy. I get Harry. That has to be so stressful carrying around all mm-hmm. that Libra with that Aquarius and just. Yeah, like feeling like you got to be the nice guy all the time, which is his, literally, his brand is treat people yeah. with kindness at this point. He's branding himself the nice guy in the most literal sense of the term.
0: For sure. For sure. And I think how you speak, speaking about the combination between Libra and Aquarius, no offense to anyone. Most insufferable. I feel like reading about Harry's signs, I was like, this is the most insufferable combination <laughs> ever. Aquarius and Libra together, like two signs who are like, you know, people, like, love them, but, like, to, like, a limit, and then to have those two things combined is a bit much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also,
1: just, like, I want to, I want to, I just want to go back to, to just this, it's a nitpicky point, but um, the fact that, like, most of them pay a lot of attention, Libra Risings pay a lot of attention to the colors they wear, and, I mean, obviously we've talked about the difference between Harry Styles in print versus Harry Styles on, you know, just day-to-day, but one of the things yeah. I feel like has been well documented about Harry is that he's very obsessed with like getting the right colors on his outfits and things of that nature, which I was like, okay, yeah. well, yeah. there you go. Right there. Um, uh, I,
0: yeah, I just feel like, um, I think, yeah, I think I've said it over and over again. I think this just makes sense as to why people are so like attracted to Harry and like magnets. Like he's just this, like this, like pull that all of our like all of our like he's like this magnet that we're just all attracted to and we don't even right. know why half the time um but he's like I, I just am and I guess it's like maybe we can like talk a bit of I don't even know we don't know anything about him and Olivia Wilde but it's like it just also is like a what and then you're like oh this is why yeah I don't I guess we don't know
1: that right but like and like
0: yeah but it feels and just like yeah, and it's just you know okay. So I also think about like of course okay. So removing seventeen-year-old Harry Styles, who absolutely we just think was in, it was inappropriate and in, like that situation that he was in. I think there's a way. um There's a way that you know post eighteen Harry and in relationships. I think people have like a lot of fans have been like, don't call him a womanizer. Don't blah blah blah. He's just really really sweet. And now I'm like, were we all bamboozled? This whole soft sell situation is like it just sounds like Harry just really loves being in a relationship with people but because he's also just really good at knowing exactly like what his audience like where his audience lies politically he's like yeah I love women I, I am such a feminist blah, blah 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 but he's also probably like has hella right. game
1: and I think there's a way in which that term I it may be in defense of Harry like I don't think he's doing this like to intentionally just like lead people on you know what I mean like, and I think for sure, agreed. Were, like, yes, absolutely. The image. You know what I mean? Like, I think he genuinely wants to be like, you know, like, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't think that's ever. I. It feels like a very accurate description of like the ten years that Harry Styles has been in the public eye. You know, yeah. Even this too. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, and I think about like the string of relationships too. Again, not to speculate. Like, it's. It seems though so that like we. have Heard a lot of things about Harry Styles in relationships. A lot of them might not be true, but at least I feel like we kind of see cycles of people going in and out of his life, right? Like we talked about in the Harry episode a couple weeks ago, that like he has these people. Oh, no, maybe it was the Friends episode. That Friends episode. Um, that like we have these people who are in his life for a long time, and are they still friends? We don't know. We don't really see it. But like it seems like there are people who go that he's like with all the time, and then all of a sudden he's not with them anymore. Not even like romantic, just like
0: friendship wise. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, is that enough on yeah. Harry's rising Libra? Could we go to his we can. Libra when moon? We re-
1: Libra moons. Uh,
0: let's see. Um, people in Moon Libra with a Libra moon have a strong need for partnership. Um, Without someone to share their lives with, they feel utterly incomplete. This is why many people with this position get involved in marriage or living together arrangements quite young. Because of the strife for harmony, peace, and sharing is powerful, lunar librarians are apt to do a lot of conceding. Both men and women in this position are often quite charming. They can be very attractive to be around and are often given to flirtatiousness. Rarely directly aggressive, these people win your heart with their gentle and refined ways. Lunar Librans feel safe and secure when they are in a partnership. These are people who, always, who seem to always need to have someone tag along with them wherever they go. Libras, people with moon and Libra are idealistic, have an idealistic, idealistic outlook and, constant striving, and constantly strive for the best, most harmonious lifestyle. Um, and this can often lead to discontent. Um, looking for that one elusive, perfect way to lead their lives can detract from enjoyment of the moment.
1: Wow. I mean, I feel some of that stuff feels like very similar to having the Libra rising, right? Mm-hmm. But also some of that, like
0: I think so for, for me, the most um the most the part that made me giggle the most is something you always bring up, Em, is how like Harry was just how he just lives in people's houses. He has all these properties but he right. just lives in people's right. houses yeah and I was like wait this literally that's just says right. exactly what he does I
1: think I was really trying to reconcile I was stuck in my head for a second I'm like because I think for something about me that's always kind of a little confused me about Harry is why he hasn't been married by now because Harry feels like, like Harry we know at 16 I'm Ooh. like I feel like he's gonna get married at like 23 you know what I mean like it would not have surprised me um it also doesn't surprise me i don't i don't know i don't i don't feel like it makes i just i there's a part of me that feels like Harry seems like someone who's always wanted that strong commitment and like may it's just interesting that like he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't been there yet you know and obviously like not saying he should have been married yeah. but like that i i was really stuck on that sentence, but i think he really even if it hasn't been that kind of like romantic partner relationship is true thank you.
0: Um, and I think also speaking to where last week we was it last week or the, year, the week before where we talked about um, how Harry makes friends wherever he goes. And it seems like he kind of le- like leaves the next the last group of people yeah, behind. I- like there's a way he just like makes a community for himself in the, the new place that he calls home so quickly. Right. So like upon leaving Holmes Chapel, was, like by Home Chapel people, I'm now a London person. And then, like, upon, like, moving to L.A. by London people, I'm now an L.A.er, and now I know everyone who I need to know in L.A. It's just, like, he almost, like, needs to have that community around him that, like, it's not, like, what I thought was kind of, like, I don't know if I'd say it, I thought it was flightiness, but I was just, like, confused by, maybe I thought it was flightiness. <laughs> Sorry, Harry. Um, what I thought was, like, flightiness, or just, like, this, like, weird, like, what is your, or, like, this like, weird calculated way of, like, being, of of keeping up with, like, who's the most famous. It's just, like, no, Harry's just, like, I'm new to the community. Who do I need to know to feel at home in this place? Great, Richard, Bans- Richard Branson, um, Chelsea, Chelsea Handler, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. I'll go I'll go with you on an island vacation somewhere. Like, what? But it's like, because he just like, was like, yeah, you're my community now. Let's be friends. And I think that
1: is like, I feel, if I, I feel like it's a difference from finding this too. Because I think about like, he was in Tokyo for a good few months. And it doesn't feel like it's like, it doesn't feel um shallow I guess it feels like it feels like yeah okay let's like this is where I am and like for like a few like a year or so of my life like uh, yeah this is this is my community this is my
0: home that makes sense um any other thoughts about his moon in Libra um, well it also just like it's why he's I guess it's also why Andrew answers why he's so right charming time. like that combines the
1: lunar, lunar um with the Libra rising like and the, uh, the idealism too it just feels yeah. like, like, yeah. So this stuff we talked about in this career about, like, I think that Harry really, really truly believes in the idea of true people with kindness. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that is, really believes in it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like also the Libra in him um, is the way of, like, making that a weird universal statement in a way that's always bothered me that, like, you can't do that universally. This feels like really, um, I feels like that would be really hard for him to grasp as a Libra.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and if I may, I think that Treat People with Kindness is like a perfect representation of his Aquarian, Aquarius and Libra mix, right? Because, like, Aquarians, Love if we story. can move to an Aquarius, um, uh, it's like they are so, like, humanitarian, and, like, one of the, um, I don't know if I, like, I don't know where I, where I wrote it down, but someone, they kind of talked about how Aquarians, like, we so stubbornly are idealistic, and, like, if we have um if we have like some I don't even I love how I was like I don't need any information about the because I am one um <laughs> so maybe you have better things to read off of but one of the things I saw was like when we have this idea this like idealistic idea about like what um what like humanity needs because like we think of ourselves like we are visionaries like we don't even like try and persuade people we don't try and like have discussions with people it's like you either get it or you don't get it so like this is now my message. And so where you and I are like, what? <laughs> Harry's like, it makes perfect sense. Get on board. Vote with kindness. <laughs> We're like, wait, <laughs> who? <laughs> what is this? And I guess as a, it's a quick, I think as a Libra, a Libra rising moon and an Aquarius sun, it's like, it would be treat people with kindness.
1: I mean, right, right. So I do have, I do have a sudden Aquarius description.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, hold on. Just really, really quickly. Um, So like, okay, the treat people with kindness is like, It shows like the Aquarius Sun in terms of like a visionary idea for all of humanity to follow. The treat people with kindness shows his Libra, his Libra Moon in terms of um, like we just need to be like good to each other and kind to each other and be in community with each other and treat people with kindness. As a career move, speaks to his Libra rising of like okay, let's sell this, (laughs) but softly.
1: Have it on the sock. No, no, no. Yeah, I, okay, I, I so know, you can I, read, I, sorry. I, I took that moment because that was a really good breakdown. Because I, I feel like, yeah, this all just seems so much in contrast, but like, I want to talk about it more once we get out, this description out. But, um, okay. So one of the standout up characteristics of those born under the sun sign of Aquarius is their unwillingness to follow the beaten track. With advance- advancement and progress on their minds, there can be an irreverence to old and outdated ways of thinking and doing things. Many Aquarians aim to free themselves of personal and social conditioning. Although open to change in theory, Aquarians can be surprisingly stubborn, she said. Um, their idealism runs strong, but they can be very fixed in their opinions. Often, exactly, like, I, exactly. I um, often a bit aloof and even standoffish, Aquarians nonetheless are usually well-liked. They are curious and observant and tolerant in a broad sense. Prejudice and bias is offensive to the typical Aquarius. Aquarians are generally very clever, witty, and intellectual. They value progress and frankness. It's difficult to throw Aquarians for a loop. They're generally on top of things. There's a bit of reformer in Aquarius. They'll try to get to get you to see through superficiality and encourage you to be open and forthright. Be true to yourself and don't follow the crowd. Our mottos we easily associate with the sign. Aquarians need space and value personal freedom. Any attempt to box them in will likely fall. They'll happily return the favor. And they will treat people from all walks of life as equals. Equality and fairness are hallmarks of the sign. <laughs> if you're quirky and different, all the better. I mean, I feel like some of this too, you talked about treat people kind of kindness specifically, um, as we giggled multiple times during that, because again, I feel like what you said earlier was really accurate. But I think some of this too feels like so much of just the way like we talked about his career, right? Like not even just like the slogan used, but just like, The fact that his career, like he he's like, yeah, what I'm doing is like super different. It's like super like I I'm I'm not in a box. I'm like rock, but I'm not pop, but I'm not, you know, like I'm just like different, you know. I'm taking 70s rock, but like it's not. Um and but like I think what we've talked about too, right? Is it's that Aquarian idealism of like I'm just gonna be different and cool, but it's balanced with that Libra of being like, but everyone has to like it. That feels really stressful to me in contrast.
0: Yeah, which like, um, which speaks to why I wonder if he himself is like, when are they going to figure out that I'm not unique? Because I think deep down, he's like, people have to like it. So I can't go completely out of like, I can't. That's why I guess a, as a course, I'm like, how did like, how is he just so limiting himself? And, like, because he knows that people have to like it. And he cares that people like it. He cares a lot that people like it. Harry cares a lot that he's that he ends up being like that he gets a Grammy nomination, that he is he's seen as an A-list star, that he's on James Corden. He cares a great deal. Whereas I think an Aquarius and like another sign would probably be like, okay cool, whatever. Like they would take Harry Styles's fame and do like the most eclectic, eclectic, ridiculous stuff with it. But it's like Harry's like, no, I'm different, but like I'm also within this community. Thank you so much to Stevie Nicks, right? So it's just, um, it's just, uh, it's really interesting and really funny, um, and I just, uh, I love the idea of like an Aquarius who's so eccentric, um, who also just needs community.
1: (laughs) Well, think about like the way (laughs) too that he's like navigated some of that like in like fashion circles, right? And like, it's not like he's just like it's not like he just tried to be like, I'm just going to wear this now. He's like been at runway shows for years. And he's like, I'm now a Gucci model. Yeah. Also like, I'm going to like, yeah, be different in my fashion. Um, you know, but like, while also not really doing anything different, you know, like as we've talked about, like it's like doing things different, but not really. Um, and like, I feel like we talked about with that Gucci ad he did. Right. That he's like, talking to like an Italian cultural critic and like making all these like oh look at like my lofty ideas about art and but it also like has to be like with other people I don't know I feel like there's something about the way that he's moved in circles specifically um that are like make him quote unquote interesting I guess in some way like he's an A-list celebrity but he's like different you know Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think it's like similarly to Niall, um, it's like he has found a. It's like it's like a, it's as if. It's like a, he has like a genuine. He feels a genet- a genuine connection with these people. He has business deals with, because like they are his family. Like they are this community. They are his family. They are his. They are. They are his close friends. So like, just because he also so happens to be making money off of it, it's like, it doesn't really make a much of a difference, but it's like, wow, isn't it like so cool to be able to like be these like really cool and like interesting people who, with people who are also just like so famous and so amazing. I don't think he's that like, um, I don't think he's that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: 100%. What's the word for
0: fake? thank you I don't think he's that superficial about it so I think being a Libra removes the superficiality be, behind it because I think he genuinely is like this is my community I'm going to do my the best of my abilities to to fit in here and build the connections yeah. I need to make in this yeah. community
1: if that, no, makes, that makes
0: any sense. any semblance of sense I think it helps me understand his relationship with the Kardashians mm-hmm. for sure yeah
1: I think it does it makes and I think the way we yeah. seem like I don't feel like Harry's necessarily changed because I think, again, *Lever Rising, he's been a nice guy. And he's a generally, you know, like he's been a nice guy his whole career. You know what I mean? Like we haven't seen Harry's personality dramatically change, but we've seen like his, this kind of dabble. And I think one of the things that really hit me too about not even the way that like we've seen him in communities, but like the way that he's like, I think hit on the intellectual communities. One of the things I feel like he's done, especially in recent years, is he carries books around a lot more. And like, <laughs> thank you. And not to, be, not to be snobby, not to be mean. It just feels like Harry is really trying to be an intellectual and good for him. I'm, you know, books are great. I'm so glad that he's reading more. I'm so glad he suddenly seems interested in that. But I think what's always been weird to me is the way that it seems like, it seems that his reading list has been very carefully curated. Like, it's not like, I don't feel like, The things Mm -hmm. that Harry at least publicly talks about, right, are either, like, I feel like the books we see carrying him, we see him carrying around are things that, like, people seem to either have recommended to him or things that have, like, cultural significance that, like, there are reasons why he might be one to be photographed with that. Like, I think about, okay, I think about when I was in middle school, I knew this kid who carried around a copy of War and Peace. He never opened it he never read it i think it i don't know if he would have like gotten most of war and peace but he carried it around and like sometimes i kind of wonder i'm sure harry has legitimately read some of this stuff but like like using the watermelon sugar reference about a book that has like nothing to do with that song um, but he's like i've read this book you know that my ex-girlfriend also says to read reading murakami and only being able to talk about murakami i just you know, like, it's one of those, like, pseudo-intellectual, like, oh, yeah, I've read Murakami checklist kind of points that feels really weird from an A-list musician celebrity, but I feel like it, like, makes him look different and, like, helps him fit in with an intellectual community um, in some ways that, like, I'm sure some of it is genuine. I'm, like, again, no judgment on what he wants to read, but I do wonder, like, what Harry Styles' book list con- consistently looks like if no one has recommended him a book or, like, he's just trying to pick out a book on his own.
0: That's all my question. just small question yeah I think that I think that has a lot to do with their I think Niall and and Harry's rising Libras like just like the cat like the ways that they choose to share what they're interested in what they're inspired by like it's just so curated but it's I think what um if if we conclude on if we can conclude on Harry I think what his reading his chart has helped me B is a bit more compassionate and generous to him in like uh in like where in moments in which I think Harry is being like a bit too calculated or a bit too like superficial or a bit too like um uh or a bit too like celebrity like centered in, in what he's doing. It's like, no, this is just who he genuinely is. And I think it's I think I I think it's important it, it means something to me to realize that like this is just something he just genuinely intrinsically believes to be how things are. And like, I think knowing that like like, intrinsic it's intrinsic to his character to behave this way makes me realize, Oh, he's not fake. He's just, he's just doing him. He's just being himself. And I guess, obviously, like that's why I'm not in his shoes. Like in my shoes, I mean, I'd just be like the most ridiculous Aquarius to be doing those things. But like to him, it's like, this is just who I am. And as someone with also like, if
1: you look at my needle chart, it has a lot of weird conflicts like that. I feel like I feel very similar. Like, oh, okay, like that has to be, like I said before, I feel like it feels like a lot of competing interests that might be low key stressful if you really thought about it. So, like, I think he does seem to be just doing genuinely, him, genuine him in the way he knows how.
0: Um, So, that's with Harry. And so, I figured the best way to go forward in connection is in how I share an Aquarius with Harry, I sign with Harry, I share Yay. a Virgo moon with my uh-huh. Bay Zane. Right. <laughs>
1: that Zane, Zane doesn't share anything with anyone else, um, right?
0: Zane, right. Oh, right. He just right. A, He just shares a Capricorn with Louis, <laughs> which is so sad. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I always I hate I hate doing this. But one thing I wanted to share about Harry, in relation to the one to the rest of the rest of the One Direction members, was um, this one website said that. Some people see Aquarians as too cool or too detached to hang out with them. And this can be the case as they tend to be off in their world when they surround it when surrounded by a crowd. And I'm like, if, wow. that, if that is not Harry Styles in One Direction.
1: That makes the most
0: sense. was remember- <laughs> like, oh, my God, of course. And I think in many ways, I'm like, this is absolutely like Louis can Hamilton's reading probably- of Harry. <laughs> I mean, allegedly, him, but allegedly, but like, allegedly. He's just kind of
1: quiet keeps himself. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Wow. This is like really yeah thank you so much for that I'm really glad we shared that
0: um and I think that also maybe speaks to why he and Niall kind of seemed to get like at the end of it they seemed to be the closest um because like I because I I think in my head in my head what I think lawyers in my head it's all just thinking I think the others not Liam because I think Liam's sign has kind of shown that he's like much more generous towards people, like he's just like, he has no time to like be bothered by it. But I just feel as like especially for, I don't know, for some reason Louie, just would be like, you're a real fake dude. And like now it's like, he's not being fake, he's True. just being who he is, anyway. So um, Harry, so thank you Harry Styles. Um, off to Zayn Malik. We can begin with, let's just go with his Virgo, his Virgo <laughs> okay, moon, so Virgo here moon. we are. <laughs> um,
1: Wow, do you have anything to say first as a Virgo moon?
0: <laughs> just what they say let's see let me read um okay so lunar virgos find security in their little things in, li- in the little things in life um they feel most content when they straighten out all the details of their everyday life some people with virgo moons are accused of being underachievers while it may be true that lunar virgos lack self-confidence many are quite simply content with living regular unassuming lives they appreciate simplicity and are often most com- comfortable when they when they're not getting too much attention from the world at large. Lunar Virgos are easily overwhelmed by pressure and stress. They worry incessantly when there's too much to think about and they know their limits. <laughs> Arguably the worst position of a Lunar Virgo is without a steady routine or simply satisfying job. They need to feel useful and they best express this by helping others in little ways. They need something to call their own and the space to do what they, to do what they want to do. Lunar Virgos are often shy with new people. However, when they are comfortable, they are anything but shy. Some of the most skeptical people are Lunar Virgos. They can't help but poke holes when faced with others' blind faith. Their criticism can be maddening and their insistence insistence on seeing the practical in anything emotional can be challenging, especially if you are the dreamy type. Virgo moon people are generally busy and quietly happy when they have their lives under control. They aim for simple existence and are often quite content with very little. Many are early risers ready to take on the day with enthusiasm. That's not Zane. <laughs> as long as their little world is manageable, Lunar Virgos can be quite a delight to be alive, to be around. I will say this, I'd never um, paid attention to One Direction signs before, like charts before, but I always felt like I had something in common with Zane. And I think for the longest time I always, because he's kind of like a cusp-ish, um, uh, Capricorn so I was like oh maybe it's like it's because Zayn is an Aquarius maybe that's what we have in common Then so when I read the Virgo moon thing I was like oh snap <laughs> yeah so like the I think so one of the biggest things are Virgo moons are accused of being underachievers um I feel like you know even especially mixed in with like this homophobia and racism of a lot of white one direction fans I think so many of them saw Zane this way um and even like, you know, and I think, you know, we talk about how much Zayn carried the band. Um, I think that was kind of one of the craziest things about um, being a, one of the craziest things about being a fan um, is like, people were like, he doesn't do anything. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, without right. him, what would the Take Me Home album be? <laughs> um, and I also thought that they um they're kind of shy but then once they get to know you they kind of like completely go out of yeah they're shy with new people and then when they get comfortable they're anything but shy i'm like that's totally zay that's like totally what they've all said about when zayn first started in the band like he literally was about to be kicked out because he didn't show up and then at the end of it they were like he's one of the craziest people ever
1: yeah i feel like um the lack of self-confidence too, like even like the way that like he, did, he didn't show up like the way he was like he almost didn't show up for his audition you know like the way that he like was so nervous in the first two years of One Direction even though he's so incredibly talented um and the way like the performance anxiety he experiences now it all seems like all very connected
0: to this too for sure Um, I also found that the line that said they need to feel useful and they best express this by helping others in little ways. They need something to call their own and the space to do what they want to do. I think that can also explain why he left the band. Right. So as much as like, and I think um, it's, it's, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. It's like by the time you had midnight memories and Four, like the one direction is very much like, like said, this is what our genre is now. And like, um, Harry started singing, like, so silly. Like Harry, like, I think we saw Niall and Louie getting more opportunities to sing and grow into themselves. And we saw Harry singing more and being more of like the center of it. And like Liam kind of taking a step, like the Liam and Zane who had kind of held, held, let's be honest, held the band vocally for the first two albums, all of a sudden were kind of, because because Harry was being made the center, but also because Louie and Niall were being seen as being more, much more, were being appreciated more. Um, uh you can I think it explains why right. he was like why am I here I don't need to be here not even and I think it kind of removes this like this like he did it out of malice or out of like ego it's just like he just didn't right. see his needs so he's like okay I'm, I can just go <laughs> and to why like, his first album was called mind of mine
1: <laughs> and I think about like the it was um I feel like about the pressure and stress too not to say that I I think that he handled that really well I don't think that like that it all speaks to his ability to handle like the like intensity of one direction. But I feel like on top of that, right? Like why am I dealing with this stress and pressure when like I don't I why am I here? You know? Um right. I also think when, yeah, you when said I about, don't do like, That one you pointed out about um helping others in little ways. I think that in one direction, as much as you were like, it's not I, as much as like people want to rewrite the narrative and be like Zane was so checked out, you know, I feel like there's people who like Zane was never, you know, or like Zane at least seems to think that he was never there um to himself. I feel like watching Zane in interviews um and watching him like subtly support people is one of the things I think is really undervalued about Zane, you know, like
0: right. Like when he right. saved Harry from the Zane, fire. Like, I feel like
1: he's he's been like he'll take these little I know that like when Harry, Harry got interviewed one time and he's like you're the womanizer of the band, and Zayn's like no, he's not, I know the real him, you know what I mean like he's like real defensive on like awkward questions of other boys, yeah. and like I feel like he was really good at like yeah checking on them, right like it felt like Zane at least like had like like genuinely cared for them yeah. and was willing to like I don't know, in the way that like Niall would just be like ha 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 ha, ha. not to say that Niall doesn't care, you know, but like I feel like the way we talked about Liam doing a whole lot of saving in the interviews, it seems like Liam was saving it for the press and, like, for the sake of the band, but Zayn seemed to, like, genuinely, like, want to make sure that, like, people in the band were okay, too, you know? And literally saved Harry from the fire, as you said.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and by that, if you are unfamiliar, there was the Harry... What was was Harry Harry doing? He was, like, drinking water or... Yeah, he was flipping his hair, and, like, you know how Harry flips his hair facing, like, with his head down, um, he was just like very close to one of the fire, the, like, flame the flame fire pusher outer things. Yes, thank it's you, it's... the flame flows on stage. And Zane, <laughs> so Zane oh, ran together. get,
1: literally ran over and like gets yeah. him out of the way.
0: Um, yeah, um, so yeah, I think this like, this like Exeter of oh, the Virgo Moons kind of made, it kind of helped us I think understand like the underlying things of Zane that we, I think most people just, if they don't want to see it, don't mm-hmm. see it, but I think it kind of holds his best qualities. And it also like makes like it makes sense about like buying his mom a house. Um, I think I also just love the idea that they just know that, that they know the, I'm thinking about myself, that they how they know their limits. And I think in understanding how even me like, yeah, for sure, like knowing but like when they say know their limits, like truly know their limits, like, okay, we're done. Right. The middle of the tour. Great. And Perfect time like to be
1: knowing done. the limits too, like even in a solo career, right? Like, um, here's an album. I'm gonna wait a while. I'm not doing yeah. a promo. I'm not doing, here's another album.
0: Yeah. All right. So his rising is in Pisces. Um, so
1: I have something, unless you, have, you want to read anything. Okay. Go with the flow seems to be Go the ahead. Pisces rising motto. They move about the world in a vaguely, vaguely directionless, gentle manner. They come across as artists and lovers of peace, but their open minds and hearts can give them a chameleon-like persona. Others are not always sure who they'll meet from one day to the next with a Pisces rising person. Although often quiet and shy, another day might find them talkative and passionate. They are hugely impressionable, have a dreamy disposition, and project a soft-hearted personality. Pisces risings see the world the way they want to see it at any given time, so objectivity is not necessarily a strong point. Neither is decision-making. <laughs> People with Pisces rising resist <laughs> any kind of labeling. Their characteristics are changeable, and they don't want to be pinned down or pegged in any way. There's this a restless searching nature that cannot be happy with any one way or living or being. Pisces' risings avoid cold, hard facts and harsh realities like the plague. They don't have a decisive plan for tomorrow or even today, preferring to keep things open. Since they change their minds frequently and like to feel their way through life, too much organization or structure can be seen as very limiting. Sorry, right, that's all I have. So what? funny.
0: But um I will I will continue that I think um even though we do, we do, like we try not to talk about the personal lives, but what I found really interesting was it said that people um, with Pisces rising look for a stable partnership, one that is reliable. They they gravitate to partners who keep them on their toes, and they often will pass off the little details and reality checks of their significant to their significant other. They seem to need a practical, realistic partner. Pisces rising people often possess an irresistible charm that comes on in a quiet way with a soft aura about them. Um, we already did that. Um, so I thought that was really interesting about thinking about you and I. Kind of agreed that, like, in terms of their relationship between Zayn and Gigi, allegedly, um, like there's an understanding of who yeah. the star is in their in their relationship, and that is Gigi. Um, <laughs> um, and there's an understanding that, like, <laughs> and I, um, and I think even when we talk about this, the Met Gala thi- situation, like Zayn was there for Gigi and Gigi alone. Um, <laughs> he might have been invited. Um, and who and they might have looked in whatever, but it's like an understanding of like, no, 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 it is Gigi's world, and Zayn is just living in it. Um, but I think it makes this kind of made me. I don't know. It's as if I care. I do care deeply about Zayn. Um, but reading this excerpt made me just. I just feel like really comforted by the idea that like I do feel like Gigi like has these qualities. Um, and I think it's just really, I think what's also telling is like, it's confusing that for someone who's so difficult to pin down, like that they, that they do best with a partner who's so practical and realistic, right? That's kind of amazing. Um, but there were a lot of things that you read out that I was like, this is so crazy. Um, the, I think often about Zayn not wanting to tour. And I was like, I thought, you know, at first it was, I mean, it kind of also speaks to his um, Virgo moon that is like, um, that is like uncomfortable and overwhelmed and stressed being like, I'm not gonna do it. But also like, I'm sure that's also informed by his, um, his Pisces rising that's like, yo, I don't even know what I'm gonna do tomorrow, let alone like in a minute from now. And for some reason, it also reminded me of that interview that you often bring up where um, like the interviewer asked him like, can I listen to the music? And then Zeta was like, yeah, for sure. I'm just gonna go get it. And then he never returned. Like he just, like, truly, like, was like, okay, next night, <laughs> like, I don't know if you forgot or what, he just, like, changed his mind, and he felt like, this is a cool decision to make right now. I think I'm changing my mind on what I want to do. I'm just going <laughs> to just change completely, um, and I think it, the chameleon's persona is so fascinating because it reminds me of another interview, the Dunkin' Donuts interview, where with the, with the interview from, I think Duncan from, um, Duncan from uh, The Fader talked about how. Like we all kind of see Zane as this like very shy person who's but then Duncan got to see this like very nerdy, ridiculous Zane who like uses like crossbows and stuff, and then like Zane like sent him like donuts afterwards, <laughs> and Duncan was like, "What why?" And Zane was like, Duncan donuts <laughs> like it's just like who like who is this person? Like it just like sometimes like yeah, I'm like really cool, calm collected. Then other times he's like, I'm a total nerd. I
1: feel like that's what um, I am. like understanding this too makes more sense. I mean, like doing friendship has always made sense to me. But I feel like it makes even more sense, given this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Sui, so sad. He and Louie together, like.
0: Oh, my God. And if you think about that in, like, the the context Ooh. of what they look for in, like, a partner, a.k.a. best friend, right? Like, the practical, realistic True. partner who, like, holds things down and keeps them on their toes. <laughs>
1: really real. Oh, Zoe is real. <laughs> so they loved each other. They <laughs> were friends. I know how we're going to get through that episode. It's just so <laughs> I don't know. But, um, anyway, I also thought that like, the way that like, all the One Direction boys always describe Zane too. I think about like, there's a really early interview, and here he's describing all of them. And he's like, yeah, if you walk into a room, Zane's just like, sitting there like, staring into space, like, with the space. And he makes this, like, Zayn impression face of, like, him just, like, smoldering the camera. He's, like, he's just sitting there like that. And I feel like that's, like, the way that, like, they, you know, Mm -hmm. Zayn interacted with, you know, he's, like, yeah, I'm just, like, doing my thing. Like, I'm not, like... I mean, obviously, he interacted with people. He was, like, close with people, as we discussed in this episode. But, like, that was kind of, like, the... I think they're, like their articulation of his Pisces nature was that he's just like very like (laughs) go with the flow kind of like all right I'm here we'll see what's going next we'll see if I show up today we'll see like you know we'll see like what the day brings but like he had that like whole like dreamy I um persona around him which I think is what people mistake for mysterious right
0: but he truly is mysterious of because you just True. don't, you True. just don't know and which I thing you're like going to receive that day. he about
1: him being like moody too, which I think like it just, maybe yeah. maybe a better articulation is that like he just had a wide range of personality to display.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I guess um, I guess it like it makes me like really sad to think like the line that said they don't want to be pinned down or pegged or like pinned down in any way or just like made to feel a certain way. I think that's what it makes that what's. That's what makes the Zooey relationship so much sadder, in that like his like his friendship with Louis was just so I know tied to something that just hurt him so much, <laughs> and that was just making me think of like when Louis and and when Gigi met like the West of the One Direction people at the AMAs and like the awkward interaction and how everyone focused on like Harry and Gigi but really we should just focus on Gigi and and. And Louie, because oh. Louis just knew that he like she had replaced.
1: And I feel like it makes so much more sense Cries to like bring it into like the cat like Louis, um, but like Louis would also have been like really hurt. And like, it, like just I feels like both of them just feel really hurt in this relationship.
0: Oh, for sure. Anyway, because we're on the subject of Zoe, let's just go to what they share in common. I have a few notes sure, and I ahead. think maybe you'll want to read um your notes after. <clears throat> so so Zayn's son in Capricorn, and so it says, those who sun in Capricorn exude a sense of being in charge, and they usually are. You've likely heard that Capricorn ages in reverse. It, seems, it does seem that there's a maturity beyond their years, even when young. Capricorn is the old soul of the Z- Zodiac. A Capricorn knows when what he or she wants, what they, excuse me, what they want um, and quietly plans for the long term. A young Capricorn yearns for a goal that will likely get it and will likely get it since it's so prominent in their mind. Some may feel out of sync with modern life and its transient or throwaway culture. They stand out if they if they stick out their standards and act as if they're they're in a meritocracy. Some positive keywords: they are resourceful, hardworking, productive, steady, reliable. Some negative keywords: they're ambitious, um, snobbish, show off, and boring. Let me see. Okay, I
1: I can just I feel that disparate thing so well. Parts of it, right? We're- no for um, sure but you can you can read your section Um, first the only I the only thing I wanted to add is I thought it was really interesting they said that like um many Capricorns have mastered the art of making people laugh their sense of humor can be the deadpan variety they're generally excellent at keeping a straight face they can be bitingly sarcastic too Capricorns are not known for taking too many risks in life they stay on the beaten track and think um and things tried and true self-practical advice and they'll help you organize and manage your life a little better and they're generally good with their word dependable and rather loyal people so yeah that's all i
0: wanted to add um i think i think we'll have a lot more to say about signing capricorn in re- in reference to louis because i think with louis it's not subtle at all but With was these qualities are so subtle but then it's like i think i think at first i'm like this is like i'm like is this really zane that's so weird but i remember like he literally has. He literally is still considered one of the, like the most one of the top artists in the world, who does not go on right. tour, who doesn't do anything but just release albums, and like people still. Resp- like it, I think. I think. Um. It's like. I think it's like I think it's Zane's Capricorn self that's like allowed him to just maintain the relatively successful career that he has. Because like I'm still ambitious. I just want to do it my own way. So <laughs> it's as if it's like the Capricorn that like allows him to be this like this major label artist and like do songs with Sia and do songs with Taylor Swift um and do crazy music videos and like have a really ridiculous commercial as a music video um like that's a side of like Zane I think that's what um I think is most interesting um sorry to any Capricorns listening like not very good um I don't know why I didn't need like more, inform- I pretended I didn't need more information <laughs> about like Capricorns, but I think that re- like, I think that resourcefulness and that, har- I think those words like resourceful, hardworking, productive, steady, reliable, it's like maybe in Zane's way, it's like really, I think Zane and Louis just make it, re- like I think of those words in like, as like a much more consistent way. And I think I would like, if we're thinking about careers, I would think of Louis, I mean, think of like Liam and Niall as like at Capricorns, but like it's it, because they're not like, because they're Virgos and I'm like, Oh, like Capricorns like do all this hard work, but make it look really easy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, yes. whoa, crazy. Yeah, And they don't seem to even like, want the credit for how much hard work they do.
1: True. And I, I feel like too, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't think I read that part, but like, they talk about like Capricorns are really into like the simple things in life. Right. I.E. literally living on a farm. <laughs> um, I feel like it's not like yeah I mean it, it seems like they're just like I'm gonna work really hard here's my thing and like I'm like gonna build my career you know as I take it um yeah I do think it, you're right like it is subtle I feel like I've always been like Zane's a Capricorn but like okay like what does that really mean yeah. like you're right Louis feels very much more like clear Capricorn yeah. but I think about like I think I, I read that part about Zate Zain- about the um like the kind of like deadpan humor too because I think Zane has been like undervalued is like how funny he is yeah you know like I think about like there was that one, that one interview where they talked about like what advice would you give people like if they want to come to your show and he's like if you're gonna sit in the front row you should know the words the song yeah and Zane is like I have no time like yeah. I also and yeah I just feel like I feel like it fits really well especially with that balance of like the Virgo and the Pisces yeah for sure a lot of
0: sense to me absolutely i'm like um so another like another note is that um they naturally turn their backs on things they deem too frivolous which kind of makes me think about mm-hmm. bus one um and how they were like yeah we'll just do what we need to do but we don't need all of that thanks um they they're concerned with things that are worthwhile okay we're gonna take an editorial pause just so i can like quickly i'm gonna quickly like run down this like thing of note I saw that I'll read out loud if that's okay please okay so hold on okay I'm ready
1: okay go ahead
0: okay so is it okay if we is there anything else to add about it? I think so if if I may I feel like this appropriately works if talking discussing Louis as a Capricorn and then we can like kind of come in between Zane and Louie if that's okay
1: can I just say one thing really fast sure. before you do that? That when we were taking the editorial pause, um, I just thought about like the things being frivolous, and like I we talked a little bit about like Louis and his performance at the X Factor right after his mother passed, and like we talked a lot we've talked a little bit too about how like Louis was very hurt that they didn't show up, and I kind of wonder if like that's some sort of where it comes in that like he's like I want to support you, but this doesn't feel like the way to support you, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna. Yeah. And I just wonder if that's like some of the ways that like the Capricorn comes out.
0: But absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. Um I think it talked about how um like depending on like okay. So let me look at so someone's they said that um they are often a little reserved or even standoff shift and they value things that are practical and they will seldom wear their emotions on their sleeve unless they have a particularly flamboyant moon sign. What is like their so does Zane have a Yeah. So that makes sense. Cause Leo, so I don't know if Leo is a flamboyant moon sign, but Leo is a flamboyant
1: moon sign. Yeah.
0: So like that totally makes sense as to why, like in the, in the two very similar people would therefore have such different understandings of such, of like their, where they place their emotions. Exactly. Crazy. Um, but okay. So, you know, speaking, well, we'll still talk about Zane, but I think speaking on, um, on Capricorn Sun from the context of Louis. Uh, According to Capri Astrology, um, Capricorns like to pair, oh, no, 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 sorry. Capricorn is a feet on the ground, eye on the prize sign. Some Capricorns naturally turn their backs on things they deem too frivolous, as Amter said. They're very much concerned with things that are worthwhile and that includes their own lives. Capricorns want to do and be something worthwhile. The Capricorns um, spin on earth signs that they have a stronger need for recognition in a worldly sense. They have a strong sense of society and its framework, and they feel most secure when they feel they are doing their part within that framework. Capricorns like to pare things down and take pleasure in simple things in life. However, they are attracted to status symbols and are, and these are ones who will wear the best clothes and drive quietly impressive cars. Solar Capricorns can see into the future and plan for it. They don't mind taking things slowly, but they absolutely aim to get to the, the top of the mountain in, in life. They make their way steadily and sure-footedly, and their strength and singleness of purpose are are admirable. Capricorns can sometimes be rather lonely people, although they rarely let it show. Mm -hmm. Pour one out for Zoe! They are often a little reserved or even standoffish. This is generally because they value things practical, all things practical, and they seldom wear their emotions on their sleeves. This is a sign that is surely the most resourceful of the zodiac. To some, Capricorns come across as unimagin- un- unimaginative, but they can be enormously creative when it comes to the material world. They are generally very capable people with a strong sense of tradition and responsibility. Like, how can two people be the same in such different ways? Right. Because right. this speaks to both of them, but I'm like, the ways in which it speaks to both of them is so different.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's like, but I feel like there's something that, like, they understood about each other that made it such a good, but yeah, it makes, too, should we get into it, like, how we feel like Louis relates to Zane. Absolutely. But I feel like Louis, I feel like every time I've, like, looked the Capricorns, I'm like, wow, this just makes it, now that we're talking about, yes, it relates to Zane, but Louis just feels like such an instant click with it, Mm -hmm. because he's like. He is, like, what we've talked about, right? Like, he's just quietly doing his thing. He's, like, he's made his... He's... I think he's working on a second album. I think he's said that. Um, But he's put his one album out after a few years. He's steadily building his career. He doesn't really want, like, the flashy celebrity lifestyle. I mean, I, I obviously... Like, yes, he had... Like, it says in there, like, you know, need a stronger need for recognition. But it doesn't feel like Louis is, like it's a very earth sign I guess kind of thing to not like need to be um like Virgos right like it's not as big as like other other signs that need to be like be famous right like he's just like I just want to be noticed for my work I want my music to like be be good I want it to be you know like here but I'm also he's also like not we don't see too much of Louis obviously like Louis has like nice clothes he has they bought a the mystery machine together um they and louie did but like as much as we've seen him like you know spend his money in a few kind of ridiculous things most of what louie's is doing is like i'm with my family i'm like caring for my sisters and my younger brother and like making my music and hanging out at home and then also also and as we talked about oh wait as we talked about before too um really responsible right for as much as like i don't i don't think louis can ever get enough credit for how much responsibility he took on as the oldest member of one direction even if it wasn't the way liam was doing it um they've all talked about him like leading in the business side of things him like really like taking a sense of like responsibility in one direction um and also in his family but then finally he also is like i feel like this sense of humor of like deadpan straight face sarcasm is like quintessential louis Tomlinson humor.
0: absolutely absolutely. Um I think this also when they saw when the um when the text read about um how they have a strong sense of society and its frameworks and they feel most secure and they feel they are doing their part within that framework and they like mm-hmm. they like recognition. It reminds me of how louis was like I was kind of the most like how he talked about himself as like the 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 least needed member of One Direction and Mm -hmm. I think that was clearly Louis being like I never got credit for everything I did for this band but so like whatever you got it and then I'll be like no absolutely you were useful I think that was Louis being like um I was useful y'all are just haters but how Louis was like okay I can't I can't do all these things but what I can do is write and then he did and maybe the difference is that Louis in like when it comes to Louis and Zayn trying to and I guess Zayn had a purpose because he could sing it but I mean that makes sense is that like Whereas Zayn probably felt more home in the band at the very beginning of it because he could sing. At the end of it, he didn't because he just, they didn't need his voice anymore as much. And it was vice versa for Louis. And maybe that kind of speaks to, and I wonder, you know, allegedly, maybe that speaks to like this like weird resentment and why they haven't spoken to each other over the years. It's like the reason why Zane left is like, it's not even Louie's fault. It's just that like um, positions were shifted and, like, where each other were held in the band was, like, they, there was different significance. And it's, like, the fact that Louis was, uh, had an opportunity to rise to an occasion meant that Zane had to leave. Like, that has to hurt. Right. And, you and think also, about but, it, go on.
1: Oh, no. And you think about it, too. Like, I think just, like, add the point you're saying that, like, Louis's voice was also heard. But, like, also their songwriting became a different kind of focus in the band. And yeah. I know Zane has said that, like, some of his songs, like, we don't have. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we have a single song that Zane has written that's on a One Direction album that isn't with everyone. Like, he only exactly. has written the full band. Exactly. Um, which, I mean, for 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 whatever reason that internal politics looked out, Louis became, like, a really, like, you're right, Louis found his place in the band, and even, like, as his voice was being heard more, I feel like his voice was also being heard in the songwriting process more.
0: Absolutely. And so, you know, and I think that's one of the confusing things that, they they... they um, Zayn talks about how like they just didn't want to go in the genre that he was interested in. And that has to have been insane for these two best friends to kind of be at bat, like be at bat with each other about like this is the sound, and it's like Louis, allegedly in my head, Louis. If that's the sound of the band, where am I? And then Louis saying, Yo dude, this allows the rest of us to also have a voice too. Right. Right. And, like, you can also do really well in this, too. Like, I, I think maybe allegedly, like, allegedly, Louis was like, but you can sing in this, too. But just, like, the rest of us are going to sing also. And Zane was like, but, like, I am a singer. <laughs> like, all I have here is being able to sing. And mm-hmm.
1: and they're not even – I mean, I know Zane has writing credit on all of his all of his songs on his first two albums. I album. Yeah, all his songs. um, And probably this album, too, that we haven't gotten yet. And I'm sure he has writing – like, I'm sure that trend's continued. But I feel like Zane's yeah, I, I think that like Zayn Zane was a writer, but it wasn't a skill that he necessarily focused on when he was in One Direction yeah. either. Um, yeah. Or else it was not a skill that like if he presented songs, they were not included in the One Direction sound. Um, um, I would love, honestly, I would just love a full full recount of what happened to them but that's me too movie. it would just be that's
0: why I feel like they need to find some documentarian who's like not even like um the super size me guy I want like a pro- I, I want like proper like um like Sophia Coppola like some like some huge filmmaker who like they cannot say no to to like do I want to do a documentary like I feel like that would be the person who one director would be like okay we have to do this I mean maybe- I want this I want this detail
1: I also just don't know if Zane, I don't know. I don't feel like out of anyone, I don't know if Louis or Zane are just going to say yes just because they feel like they have to. You know what I mean? Give it <laughs> all the of the side symbols. I feel it's like a Capricorn thing to just be like, you want me to do what? No. no." Like I you. know.
0: I know. Um,
1: maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So moving on to, Le- to Louis' Leo Moon. Yes. Um, so I think this is. I mean, we talked about, it, of course, but I think this is. I think this is kind of more lighthearted. Cause I think it's what he shares with Niall. And I think to kind of recap, this is where Louis is the center of attention and thrives on being the center of attention. Um, um, where else? Sorry, my notes are. I've confused myself in my notes. Um, oh my gosh! There it is. <laughs> um, they like being the spotlight amongst um, people that they're familiar with. Um, so I think it kind of speaks to how Louis is like two different people. Cause like in one wonder di- in the context of one direction, he's like super outgoing, super, everything, super loud. But now in his solar career, he's just like so muted. Right. That like he, whereas the Capricorn, Capricorn Louis, like Capricorn says like they're lonely, fairly r- lo- lonely people. Like the Leo like keeps people around them his Leo self keeps like keeps his family around them mm-hmm. um I think they it also speaks to um how Louis reacts to things like how he's like totally just going to absolutely let you know how he feels right they say like how like when their pride has been hurt they're given to big scenes and sulking um this rarely happens in, in public except for Louis Thomason because it does happen on Twitter so yeah and then yeah so that's those are Moon and Leo Louis thoughts that I have
1: yeah, I really don't have much more to add. I feel like so much of Louis, I mean, we'll get to his writing, I guess, but so much of like, at least his sun and his moon just seem to be like, very spot on. Like, it's a Absolutely. very too, though. But I do feel like because it's different from the way we talked about Niall. Like, it's a different presentation than Niall's Leo moon, but some very yeah. similar aspects, I guess. And like, yeah, the only thing that I like, had on... I feel like we talked a little about a bit about maybe we talked about with Niall with those Leo moon too, is that there's a whole lot of like organization and control that I don't necessarily feel like we see with Louis um, of like his friends and family, but maybe it's some of the way that like we are very limited in like how we have access to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Which is the way we talked about Nile. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's true. Um,
0: Absolutely. You're, you're right. And we kind of talked about it in like that family episode where we were like, Whereas Niall, we don't know very much about Niall's family IRL. With Louis's family, we do know so much, and that's where like our biggest questions were. We're like, we don't know, but that's a big question for us, right? Because for people for, like someone who seemingly um, really prefers privacy, very the Tomlinson's are a very public family.
1: But I, I, what I think is really interesting though too is like it seems like Louis keeps them. Like we don't see Louis doesn't post pictures with his girlfriend, right? He doesn't post pictures yeah. of him and his sisters. They do it. Like, you know, like, his girlfriend might post pictures of him. His sisters might post pictures of him. um, Or, like, I think it was, was it Lottie that, like, posted, like, a text conversation they have? But Louis wouldn't do that, right? Like, it seems like he's fine with them, like, them controlling how they want to interact with the world. But at least on, like, his terms, he doesn't seem to share them. Or even, like, Freddie, right? Like, we don't really see him... um. We don't see him sharing that kind of stuff. It seems like the, his family is the ones who want to share.
0: Well, ready for his Gemini Rising? Oh, completely.
1: What do, you, what do you got for Gemini risings?
0: Cool. So it says, those born with Gemini Rising see the world as a place to learn. There is a cleverness to Gemini ascendants that can intimidate some, especially sensitive folks. Their facility with words can be a wonderful asset, although sometimes Gemini rising individuals identify too much with their mental agility and forget, in their personal interactions and communications, to nurture the people around them. A certain lack of warmth and presentation can be the result, and although this style is generally a facade, it is not immediately apparent to most people. With, for example, predominant water signs, may feel a little at, feel ill at, at ease with Gemini rising people, while strong air types more more fully appreciate the fun and cleverness of these individuals, aka Harry Styles. Yeah. I have found two styles of presentation most common with Gemini Rising people. One style is bubbly, changeable, talkative, and a little quirky. These natives are interesting and fun. They constantly explain things, whether it's their own behavior and opinion or those of the world around them. A distinct, a distinct style is a, is a rather cool and intellect, intellectual demeanor. These natives are often quite witty and clever, but they present themselves in a less cheerful and changeable way than the first group. Their observations are sharp and their overall manner is a a tad brusque. No matter the style, Gemini Gemini rising natives are given to analysis and making sense of their world. Their powers of observation are well developed, they are mentally active, more often than not their minds are racing, and they they most always have something bright and witty to say. It is easy for individuals with this position to get sidetracked as their curiosity is large. Their minds are quick and their attention spans rather short. Um, I loved I, I always forget about um, Gemini. OK, so. Um, as a, so apparently Aquarius is a very fixed sign. Mm-hmm. so like I guess each sign has like a different quality yeah. and like uh Geminis aren't fixed they are mutable something like Geminis like are the opposite of being fixed they're like you no, know, there's there's no one thing to do there's multiple things you can do right and I think with the Geminis where as an Aquarius always get confused they're like yeah there's two sides to everything I'm like wait what <laughs> no there's one um and I think it's really interesting because um with Louis you could always see one can almost like put a line of of when Louis was like super loud, everything. So whatever, friends with Harry and then that kind of Louis and then like other Louis, right? Like there's two different Louis that we got to see and experience and like one Louis just like shut down and like another Louis showed up. Right. And I think it's interesting that like while Louis and Zayn seem to have always been friends, especially when you look back at those X Factor videos, It was like that. That was like the Louis and Harry moment where, like, as when it says here that like air signs like truly appreciate like this version of the Gemini, all of a sudden, like, Louis kind of like flipped, and then it was now Zane and Liam time to like be like the air sign was like, I can't have this anymore. Goodbye. Um, (laughs) and like it was like Zoe Rose. Um, I think that, um, I think it speaks to. Maybe like life got real and Louis was like, yeah, I have no I have no need to like kind of be this like bubbly bubblegum person anymore. I'm just going to be a different real side of myself. Um, but I think that's where with this ri- rising Gemini situation, I'm like, wow, like they truly are so like two different sides of Louie. And like it's literally in his sign that he would be two different people. Um, and also like you think about how like, of course, like Caroline Watson and the label had so much to do with how, how he dressed and how he presented himself. But even how he talked, like. Sure, you heard his Yorkshire ac- accent at the very beginning, but like, I'm like, when did he like when did he when did he when did he just like try and travel back to 1999 Doncaster? Like, <laughs> it's so weird because like 2012 Louis was so much closer to Doncaster than 2020, 2020 Louis, but it's like no Louis 2020 Louis is, like I'm a Donny, born and raised, been there my whole life, never left. I am like I am as working class as they come. Whereas 2012 Louis was like, hello like i'm new to london but like you know so i just um that's why i found so it that was really tangential i apologize to whoever's editing this thing. it's me this week anyway whatever
1: <laughs> no no no. i think that's like that's really i had kind of i always feel like i i had thought about gemini's in the same way that like but yeah i mean i've always thought gemini's i think are a weirdly confusing sign for me because it's an area i'm supposed to really get them um but i like never have really quite understood what like compromises a gemini but i feel like that like they're like i think they're mutable Um, That, like, mutable idea behavior is, like, that makes a lot of sense to me. And, like, what, so much of what you said, too, about, like, the balance of, like, him really connecting with Harry, um, who's literally, I just looked at it, too, as you were talking about that, like, everyone besides Harry has a pretty balanced, and they're, like, big three signs, like, not all air signs. Like, there's a lot of, like, three different types of elements, and they're, like, three big signs, which I think presents a kind of, like, different kind of a different kind of like personality, understanding, I guess, um, than having like. Not to say that like Harry's not doesn't have a depth of personality. I just think that like, I I can I can understand like looking at that and the way you talked about it, where that kind of shift and like that Harry Louis friendship come off. Because I think I was always really confused. I'm like, where what happened to those two? Why were they not like, you know? And I know we've talked about it a little bit, like what could have happened, that kind of thing. But I think it makes so much more sense in that context. You know that like. He's like, no, I, like, need this kind of different side of me now. Um, Or, like, that's, yeah, that's a really good point. And I, I've i never thought of Louis as someone who seems very changeable. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like Louis has always been very consistently him. Um, But I think there are ways that, like, you're right, like, his presentation has shifted over the past 10 years. And it doesn't feel, it feels very subtle almost, which I guess is, like, part of it being a rising sign but yeah
0: but maybe like if you think about so it, it's the moon and leo that he shares with nile that they like to they have they like to like have control and order of their families and and their surroundings right mm-hmm. that's it harry was like hey london we're all friends and Louis was like but no <laughs> we're like I, I mean maybe that's maybe that like that was kind of it right is like um whereas like in the x-factor days and like right before america they were just a part of this like, small circle of people. And then all of a sudden, and Louis was like, This is great. I'm having so much fun. Allegedly. It's all alleged. I'm having so much fun. It's just the five of us. We're all friends. It's wonderful and great. And like fame hits. And Louie's like, No need to change anything. Everything is fine. And Lou and Harry is like, New people. Right. Right. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> and and like but also Harry being like, Wow, new people to impress, new people to live up to, new people. We must therefore being a fixed sign, Harry's like okay now we have to appease this entire world and Louie's like okay well like do we let's think about it
1: <laughs> right that makes so much sense and like I mean obviously we don't know what happened to him. this is all allegedly um allegedly
0: of course
1: <laughs> but I feel like that's
0: kind of alleged of whatever, alleged alleged alleged
1: whatever whatever narrative people have it feels like some kind of version of that too right Um, yeah, unless you unless you believe there, you know, there's a train of people who believe very different things about them as discussed. But like, at least like publicly, right? He's like, I don't I don't need this. This is not what I want. I want like my Wow. Oh, wow. I've never thought this would like give me so much insight into their lives. But or until the-
0: I know I mean I guess like if if you're okay moving on from like movie in general we can just talk about in general like what kind of like, takeaways we have from like doing this exercise
1: Ooh, true um do you have anything right off the bat
0: um I mean I think it's like this is why like um I'm such a fan of astrology because I'm like people who like care haters of it I'm like that's too much like Western liberal intellectualism that like refuses to remember that like we as human beings are a part of the whole universe, like that's significant. I'm like, they're just, I feel like so many questions we've, I think we've asked like in previous episodes, like of course, all this is alleged so we don't know, but I think it's kind of like allowed, I think especially Liam's, Liam's career mm-hmm. choices, mm-hmm. this has helped me so much understand why he's, doing <laughs> that like what he's doing. I think with Harry's career choices, it's like uh, helping me understand like I'm not crazy. When it comes to Harry and Nile being like, like low key Slytherins, I'm like, oh, we were t- absolutely right. Um, in like our understanding that they're not bad people, they are just calculated. And I think with Louis and Zane, it like helps understand like why their friendship is so like, I think cuts, I think why all of us in the in the fandom who care about Zooey, like why we hold it so dear because it really is if you look at it such a precious like you just have these two very precious individuals who trusted I can't um <laughs> I'm like actually teary-eyed you just like, I think it just like showed like you have these two people who against the odds that their signs made them like <laughs> in terms of their character like they just found each other and like they just what what we saw as being magical really was so magical and like bus one really was one. anyway so like those are my thoughts and I'm just really and I guess in like I'm trying to think of how all this works in an ot5 kind of way and like um like they all share some semblance of something it's it's interesting that not like Harry only shares something with Niall which makes sense for like how at the end of One Direction we we only we really ever saw Harry interacting with Niall um Niall has something with everyone, which kind of like makes sense as to why Niall kind of had this like little brother, like little brother, everyone I mean, like Louis, Louie, Liam, and Harry. Um, why well, he kind of had like little brother approach with them. And also speaks to why Niall and Zayd probably just aren't as like, you know, connected and together. Mm-hmm. It makes sense as to why Liam just rise, like is so good about rising to rising above the occasion of being slighted and not being appreciated. It makes sense as to why Louie and Zayn need to be appreciated um it makes sense as to why Harry is just like where why Harry isn't purposefully trying to get this attention he just does right I also it makes sense as to why Niall is so private and yet loves the spotlight it just yeah I just truly enjoyed this
1: I think too like as I said before I feel like I understand Leary more too like I understand the Lea- Liam Harry dynamic yeah. in a way I never thought like I've never yeah I understand why like live Liam is trying so hard to Become hairy and not, it's not.
0: Working. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Whoa. I think, I, think this is, I think that I like, like, it's so irrational, but it's literally just like this. Like, you're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Well,
1: I think, like, <laughs> like, I think, like, for me, I think I just, I was, when I first saw that I had signed Liam, I like, I just feel like Liam and I feel very, like, feel like very different people. But I'm like, no, I think that I can understand where you're like, I see exactly what you're doing. And I think, like, the Scorpio. Rising too in me is like no I understand the strategy game and I don't think you're doing I see right through this how in the world do you not see right through this you know like yeah I think that I just really like clicked with him in a way that I don't think I've ever understood Liam on that level like he really frustrates me on some things and I have a new appreciation for Liam because of this
0: absolutely but I still think he needs to like <laughs> Either get a therapist and and like work through this thing so he can stop listening to other people and just listen to himself. Oh, completely.
1: Like I think that like, I don't know. I feel like it's always hard to read your own like part of what's what I think I really appreciate about astrology is it's not something that you get to choose. Um, like it's something that like literally the stars determine for you at your birth. So it's not like an Enneagram or something like that where you self identify and like I don't know, I feel like I've always had people in my life um, that I'm like, you self-identify as that on that scale? And I'm like, okay. All right. Okay, if you say so. But I feel like it's kind of, it's like a weird self-reflective thing where it, like, literally picks for you, you know? Anyway, all that to say, this tangent, yeah. all to say that, like, I feel like I read some of that stuff, and I was like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about this, because then it applies to my life, and that's like, oh, gosh, I feel called out by, like, Liam's Things, but I think that, like, <laughs> like, that is such, like, a help, like, I do really feel like like leaning into like the positive things in his chart will make him a really good artist if he gets a therapist. And I also don't, I, I'm saying all this in relation to Liam, but I do not still do not condone a lot of his career and relationship choices. So.
0: <laughs> just get your, just go see an astrologer, Liam. <laughs> um. But yeah, absolutely absolutely agree um yeah anyway any final thoughts I just I'm really great I'm glad that we did this <laughs> I am too. Thank you all. and yourself I'm
1: about the same I'm really glad we did this thanks for sticking with probably what will be a very long episode and also I think before we finish we really should thank cafe astrology we're not paid by them um just so you know but cafe astrology for all of
0: go get your birth chart yeah. read yeah. through them it's really it good
1: is. it's really it's really and they do a really good job at like breaking down even more anyway it's um almost like these charts really tell the stories of their lives
0: <laughs> speaking of story of my life let's talk about it
1: written in 2013 by Niall, Louis, Liam, Zane, Harry, Julian Veneta, John Ryan, Jamie Scott, and Hannah Dagen for the album Midnight Memories. So My Life" was the second single
0: and probably on a greatest hits album for One Direction. Um, cutest music video. I think one of their cutest, mu- their sweetest music videos. I remember crying in like my senior year of college, like extracurricular office, just like crying about this music video. That was so beautiful. That wow, truly wow,
1: truly. And I feel like honestly, I don't know what we said about it in Midnight Memories but I really do like the song still. It's surprisingly good.
0: True, indeed. Join us next week for Happily, um, where we'll be discussing Nary, a.k.a. the Nyle and Harry friendship.
1: All the smiles, all the cuteness, and all the love, and maybe the least dramatic Harry friendship.
0: The rising Libras rise. (laughs) A massive thank you for listening. All the love.